Welcome to Created to Thrive. I'm your host, Lori Snyder. If you desire a deeper connection with God, want to know your value and purpose, then you, my friend, are in the right place. I will teach God's Word in a simple and practical way to equip and empower you to become who He created you to be because you were created to thrive. Welcome to episode two of Created to Thrive. I have titled this episode, How to Begin Thriving Instead of Just Surviving. And although I could list about 50 things to help you thrive, I am really going to start at more of a 30,000 foot level and then get lower and more specific in the following episode. So uh, I hope this is something that you are excited about because it is time to start thriving as God intends for you to become who God created you to be and have the life and do the things that he designed for you. So that is my intention. And I am a a life coach and spiritual mentor. And I help women every day go from where they are to where they want to be and where God intends for them. So if you're ready to live on purpose, with purpose, and to know your value and significance, then grab a pen and paper because I'm going to ask a series of questions today for really for you to examine where are you at. I'm going to walk you through a general process to help you understand where you're at in order to know where you want to go. So grab that and uh, here we go. In order to know how to thrive, we first have to look at what is the definition of thrive. And according to Merriam-Webster's dictionary, it means to grow vigorously, to flourish, to gain wealth or possessions, to prosper, or to progress toward or realize a goal despite circumstances. And we've got to learn how to overcome difficult challenges. And I think now more than ever in the landscape of what we're going through with this, I don't even know what you call it, this pandemic, the response to COVID-19, everything that's happening in the world, we need to know how can we thrive despite our circumstances? How can we progress toward living the life that our heart desires to live and to really be who God created us to be? So I am going to be sharing that with you. And, you know, the the book of Proverbs continually says that we need to gain knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. And we live in an age where you can learn about anything on the internet. Knowledge is prevalent. But what I don't see is understanding and godly wisdom. So I want to help you walk out that process. Not that I have arrived by far, but I am 53 years old and I grew up in the world. I knew the world's ways and didn't get born again until I was 25. And 
So I have lived more than half my life now really seeking to know who God is, to know who I am in Christ, and to walk out his kingdom realities here on earth as it is in heaven. So that is my desire is to help you learn that as well. So I'm going to give you three steps today. Everyone loves a formula. And I always say, faith is not a formula. Faith is a relationship. There are steps, there are keys, but God created us uniquely. And we have to know what is the right thing for us at the right time. So I'm going to give you three key factors today to help you understand how can I start thriving. And the first one is you have to choose. You've got to make the decision today that you are sick and tired of being sick and tired, that you're tired of just surviving or leaning on your own efforts or abilities or performance. You know, I was, if you, if you listen to my last um, episode, I was an athlete. I was a sales professional. I was used to putting in the effort to get the results. And really there's a sense of pride in that. There's a sense of control that you somehow can control the outcome with enough grit and hard work and effort. But when it comes to the kingdom of God, it's actually very different. It's through believing and trusting. You know, we are saved by grace through faith. It's all about Jesus's performance and then our trust and belief and response accordingly. You know, faith is believing the word of God, no matter how you feel or what your past experiences were, but believing God's word and acting upon, upon it and trusting that there's going to be a good result. But it's through his grace, his truth, his mercy, his ways. So we're going to talk more about that and unpack that in greater detail in future episodes. So getting back to you have to choose. You've got to choose that you want to partner with God and see his super on your natural. He's a supernatural God, but he does put his super on your natural. So he wants to partner with you and work with you and through you. You know, in the New Testament, it says over a hundred times, either in him or through him, by him. So we've got to know who we are in Christ. But I had to learn that it was only when I came to the end of myself that I truly found the beginning of God. I had to stop leaning on my own understanding, trying to figure things out. Again, there's a sense of control that you feel secure about, but it's really a false sense of, of control. Uh, Matthew 5, 6 was really a key scripture for me. And it says, he who hungers and thirsts for righteousness shall be filled. When you get born again and you believe on Jesus to be your personal Lord and Savior, you are made in right standing with God. You are justified just as if you had never sinned. It says that, um, you know, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. 
So you've got to know that you're in right standing with him, but now you've got to learn how to walk in his way, his truth, his life. You know, that's what Jesus says in in John 14, that he is the way, the truth, and the life. So it's a matter of you making the choice to say, Lord, I want to follow you and I want to know your ways, your truth, and your life. And again, we're going to get deeper into this in future episodes. The second question, second key, what do you want? And then what do you see? Jesus never asked anyone what they needed. He only asked them two questions primarily. What do you want and what do you see? Psalm 37.4 says, Delight yourself also in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. God's kingdom operates through desire. God is a heart God. And he wants that personal relationship with you. And as long as you can live without God, you will. You get to choose how full of God you want to be. And that's good news. Again, it all comes down to your choice. God gave you free will. And he will not supersede that free will. He cannot. He set up his word to where he will not intervene unless you ask him to. So it's a choice. So you have to get to the point where you don't want to have your performance anymore, your efforts, your results. And you've got to understand how God's kingdom works. It's based on Jesus's obedience And then your response to his obedience, that again, grace through faith, and that's the beauty of it. And and it's hard for the flesh because, you know, we're to live a spirit-led life, not led by our five senses and the carnality of our mind. We've got to reprogram the way we think, Romans 12, 2, that we're going to be transformed from the inside out by reprogramming the way we think to come into agreement with God's thoughts, God's way, God's life. And so what do you want? What's that look like for you? That's the vision. And I talk to people all the time and a lot of times they don't have vision. They don't know what that looks like. And I was a kitchen designer for a number of years. And one of the first things that I would do was ask people, what do you want with this new kitchen? What do you see? Um, A lot of times they could not see the framework. Like they couldn't see through the ugliness or the walls. And I can see through ugly. I'm a visionary. I can see through walls. I can see through, not literally, but I can use my imagination to see what that new kitchen design is going to look like. But in order to do that, you have to know some things. First of all, what's the purpose of that space? What are you going to do in that kitchen, for example. Who's going to be there? 
Do you have a family? Do you have kids? Do you have pets? Do you entertain? What type of activities are going to go on? Are you going to do homework? Um, what is the purpose of that space is so key to know how to design it. And likewise, your life is, is very similar. What do you see for yourself? What's the purpose? What do you feel God has put in you that you want to learn how to partner with God so he can uh, develop those skills, those gifts and talents? And that's a big part, you know, especially with marriage. One of the questions I ask people all the time is, what's the vision for your marriage? And I get a lot of blank looks back at me. Because we're not taught how to have vision. We're not taught how to use our God-given imagination. And that is such a big part and plane of how do we take our thoughts captive and make them obedient to Christ? How do um, I call those things that be not as though they are, like Abraham did? So these are the types of things that I work with people all the time in how to get vision for your life. One of the things that um, I learned early on is if you give God the what, he'll show you the how. But you have to have that what first. But that leads into our next important key, which is what do you believe? Because in order to know the what, you're going to have to first know the who I always say, you've got to know the who before the do. So what do you believe? And there's three questions you have to ask. What do you believe about God? What do you believe about yourself? And what do you believe about your life? Do you feel or believe that you're destined for greatness? Do you believe that you're a daughter of the king? That nothing is impossible with God for those who believe? It really comes down to what do you believe? You know, Jesus, when he corrected his disciples, it was always about what they believed. It was the unbelief that kept them out of the promised land. And it's the unbelief that's going to keep us from thriving in every aspect of our life. When I was um, going through the separation with my husband, again, we did not get divorced, but um, you know, I didn't know that when we were, <laughs> we were going through. And when I met with our Christian counselor privately, one of the first things he said to me was, Lori, everything in your life up to this point is a result of two things what you believe about God and what you believe about yourself because all of the choices you make directly or indirectly come from those two questions. And so then that's where I had to really look at what do I believe about God? I had a wrong view. I looked at God as more of a police officer um, that he was going to correct me when I made a mistake. I felt like I lived up to the standard that was so high. The bar was so high that I could never achieve it. And I had to take a hard look at that. And it's like, is that really what the word says? 
And I had to learn how to be a daughter versus a servant. I had to look at what did Jesus do on the cross, that great exchange that took place where he who knew no sin was made sin so that I would be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, that I'm a new creation in Christ, that the old is gone and the new has come. So I had to dig into the word to really look at how do I look at God? And I really did not know God's true nature. I knew more about him. I knew details. I didn't even know how to make Jesus my best friend. And Hosea 4.6 says, God's people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And that's what I was living. That was the life that I was experiencing. I was just so surviving. I was striving and surviving. And then I realized, no, God's kingdom works by believing and receiving, not striving to achieve. Let me repeat that. God's kingdom, you believe and receive. You don't strive to achieve. That's the world's way. So I had to learn how does God's kingdom operate? And it operates through faith. And I realized I had so much fear. Fear of the unknown, fear of not having control or being not having security, fear of loss, um, fear of all these different things. So I had to learn, how do I walk by faith and not by sight? How do I walk by putting all of my trust and faith in Jesus's performance, in his obedience, and then living by empowered by the Holy Spirit? How do I live a faith-filled life? And that's a process we're going to talk about again more in future episodes. I had to learn how to be a human being versus a human doer. You know, believers believe. Someone said that to me one time a long time ago. You know, Lori, believers believe, but you have to be a believer, not a doer. You're created unto good works, but you're first created in Christ. And then the works come out of that, not the other way around. So it's an inside out transformation. So faith comes by hearing and hearing by God's word. So you've got to know the who before the do. So again, what do you believe about God? Do you know his true nature, his character? That is one of the key things that I teach on all of the time and that has transformed hundreds of lives throughout the years. What do you believe about your uh, about yourself? And then what type of life do you want? So we're going to go deeper in these. I've got enough for you today to chew on. But one of the things that I do in my mentoring and coaching is I teach biblical applications that you can then apply to every area of your life. And I ask you questions so you can take the scriptures and search them out to say or see how does this work in my life? In what way? 
So I want to encourage you, if you want to go deeper and have a community of other women that want to be who God created them to be and have the life he designed for them, that I encourage you to check out my mentoring group. I would love for you to belong to this community. So until next time, I just want to encourage you to seek God first, to know him, know his ways, and you will start to thrive in every area of your life. Real quick before you go, if this has blessed you in any way, I would love for you to help me out. And here's how you can do that. Go to the Apple Podcasts and write a review for my podcast, Created to Thrive. Your comments make a big difference. And I would love to know how this is helping you make a difference in your life. And then also share it with other people. Anyone that you know that needs to start thriving, I would love for you to share that in all the various ways. Thanks so much. Have a blessed day.